Welcome everybody to the Raw Dogs Podcast. I'm your host, Eric, along with Matt. What's going on? Follow us on Twitter at Raw Dogs Podcast. I'm at Raw Dog Eric. He's at M underscore Marshall21. Uh let's see. Did you watch Takeover last night? Uh I didn't watch it last night per se, but I did watch it this afternoon and holy shit. These kids are just unbelievable. I said kids, but the majority are probably older than we are, but good God, these guys are incredible down there. I mean, like, it, it, only, like, my favorite part about watching it, because I watched it kind of on mute while I was playing uh, EVE Online, and my favorite thing about it by far was how hot the crowd was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, that Brooklyn crowd's always fucking incredible. The Barclays Center for NXT. It's probably why they've so, been there, I mean, what, three exactly, times? Exactly, yeah. The, that, that's why this is part three. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm willing to bet there's going to be part four. But, I mean, they were on fire. Uh, the, I mean, the two matches that I paid the most attention to, the main event and then Asuka and Ember Moon, um, I thought that was a good match. Yeah, those two women were absolutely incredible. And for I mean, honestly, the whole week I thought Ember Moon was going to go over. I thought this was finally going to be the one time that uh, Asuka loses, but obviously she pulled it out in the end. Spoiler alert if you didn't see it yet. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like the ending was great. She kind of suckered her in, you know, hit the finish. Yeah. Uh, submitted her, which was probably better than i think getting a clean win, like a clean pin because if you get a clean pin it kind of i don't know it's, to me it doesn't really speak volumes to her quality as a superstar whereas if you make her submit yeah because obviously you, you could tell the, the story they were telling was ember moon was not going to quit period yeah 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 i mean there's there's a few false finishes if i'm not mistaken oh yeah so i mean the only way it's that, a you wwe know, match of course yeah. there was <laughs> I can't pin her. I'm gonna make her tap the fuck out, and she did. So, um, no, even from the what? Oh well, no, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Well, I mean, like even from like the opening bell, like the Gargano match, I think was honestly my favorite of the night. Okay. Uh, I thought this kid's always been fucking incredible, but he had an excellent match uh, to start. And really, holy shit! The only way to go from there was up, and it, it just—I mean—it got better as the night went on, which is pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, I was going to say, other than uh, uh, the women's match, I mean, I saw that match, too. I think I only caught the half, uh, the right. second half of it. But I thought the main event was good. I thought that uh, it was interesting, because that's why I, I know I messaged the group on Kick, you know, are you guys watching this? I was having a hard time figuring out who's the babyface here, you know, with Bobby Roode, Drew McIntyre, because, I mean, I haven't right. really seen Drew McIntyre you know, on an NXT yeah. show. I haven't watched an NXT show in a long time. But, like, you know, just when they did the introductions, you know, the challenger from so-and-so, Drew McIntyre, and it was a totally mixed reaction. It was, you know, half yeah. boos, half cheers. Then they did Bobby Roode, exact same thing. And I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Well, um, the but the thing was, the, which I, 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 I like that dynamic, but I should also include something else. These weren't uh, a split cloud, a, sp- a split crowd, roaring enthusiasm. It's not like you know right. half the buildings cheering for one guy and half the buildings cheer for the other. Yeah, it's no, not like a John Cena match. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're, 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 these people were right. half-heartedly split. Well, the thing split. is with with Rude, I mean, especially losing last night, you, you can kind of just you know start the clock on when he's going to yeah. come up to the main roster. Yeah, and not to mention, I mean, his gimmick is so over, like the whole like sense of entitlement and just you know basically. Rick Rude and Ric Flair molded into one, mm-hmm. honestly. Yep. So yeah, that, that gimmick's going to get over easily no matter what. And then Drew McIntyre, you know, finally getting his second shot, so to speak, at the WWE to be 
the guy that he was supposed to be. I mean, when he came in, he was supposed to be the next, you know, best thing. He was supposed to be like the guy. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, a bad injury or well, mistimed injury, really. And then just nothing ever came to fruition for him. So this is kind of his like second coming and it's his coming out party again, which is, which is great. Honestly, I, I think, think he's I, I think very deserving. He's got a lot of potential. I think I've heard, Absolutely. I've heard Absolutely. some people shit on him, but I think the guy's got a lot of potential. I, great, yeah. I definitely buy into him as a legitimate, you know, like a badass ass kicker. Yeah, I mean, guys from England, so he's got that accent shit working for him. So, my only problem with this was the hit, the Hideo Tommy match. I, I mean, it was a good match. I just, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with this. Why is this guy losing? Like, this guy should be on the main roster already, but the injury, obviously. But like, holy fuck, man, this guy lost again. Yeah, and it's like, are they honestly are they just writing his contract out because he's going back to Japan, or like, what's going on? I wonder. Well, you mentioned. You, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off again. No, you're good. I was going to say, you yeah. mentioned uh, by, or, uh, Rick Rude and Ric Flair. Speaking of Ric Flair, uh, I guess Ric Flair is awake and communicating. Thank God. In the yeah, hospital. I was, so, I was so worried this, like, four days. Yeah, I mean. I was like, man, like, this is just poor timing for one. And two, just the one guy that I could not stand to see go. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he's definitely not up there yet either. No, you know no, what I mean. I, mean, he, I think he's yeah. what in his sixties or no? I think he's seventy-one. I think seventy-one. I believe. Yeah. I mean, that's not that old. No, no, especially in the day today's modern era of medicine and everything else. Like people live, I mean, exponentially longer than anything else. And I don't know how fast he was living back in the eighties. I mean, everybody was drinking. I don't know how many drugs yeah. he was doing. I don't really see Ric Flair as like a steroid guy. No, you know what I mean. No. So I think if anything, I don't think was he was living too drinking. Yeah, I don't think he was living too fast, at least with the drugs. No, I don't, yeah, I, don't I mean really everybody was kind of doing a little bit of coke in the eighties, from what yeah, I understand. But yeah. I don't think he had like you know an addiction and battled yeah. with uh, it or anything yeah. like that. I mean, especially being literally like the best guy, the best in the world at that point. Yeah, I mean, he was just completely famous no matter where he went. So why, you know, fuck that up by getting addicted to something stupid? Well, before we gloss over it one thing that we didn't touch on from uh takeover was the debut of adam cole which was awesome adam cole baby well i mean i don't again i don't watch nxt i know kyle o'reilly and bobby fish were out there uh obviously he's jumping into an alliance with the two of them are mm-hmm. they babyface or they heel well i mean i'm gonna go with heel based off the way they brought him in because uh o'reilly and fish jumped the authors of pain or Sanity, one of the two, uh, prior to that. Well, isn't Sanity match, so. and the Authors of Pain heal? I believe so, yeah. You just got a bunch of... Literally, does NXT have any baby faces? <laughs> like, I I, <laughs> Asuka is the only... Asuka and Johnny Gargano are the only baby faces I know of in yeah. NXT right now. <laughs> it's the only ones I can think of. It's like, all just assholes. Like. <laughs> it's just a bunch of heels fighting heels, which, you know, yeah. whatever. That's fine. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the cookie-cutter cookie, cookie cutter baby face. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's the thing. Is like, yeah, they, they showed up and beat the show to both of them. So, but see, the thing is, is like, if you want to do the shades of gray, no baby faces and no heels, you need to give people realistic villains. You need to give people mm-hmm. that are, you know, selfish, not fucking Seth Rollins circa a year ago. <laughs> I'm evil. You need to give yeah. people uh, complex characters, and WWE does not market to a complex audience. They market to a uh, uh, a very very simple audience. You know, kids yeah. with simple right. characters. Um, 
and from what I'm gathering, a lot of these heels are coming out with, you know, with the ugly face and the as opposed to just, hey, I'm here to do this. Hey, I'm here to do that. And people cheer for who they want to cheer. I'm fine with that. But I don't right. really know that oh, that's yeah. quite what they're doing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, even Bleacher Report said it. They're like the official arrival of O'Reilly and Fish as a tag team adds legitimacy to rebuilding the division. By targeting both Sanity and the Authors of Pain, they put the entire roster unnoticed. They are not established heels or babyfaces. They simply want gold, which to me is better than anything. I mean, that's, yeah. that, that should be your objective as a superstar period. So why not just, you know, make that your gimmick? Like, that's what Kevin Owens always was. Yeah. Even when he came in to NXT, it was just, I'm a prize fighter. I fight for titles. I fight for legitimacy. I don't really give a shit about anything else. I don't give a fuck about friends. I don't give a fuck about the fans. Mm-hmm. I'm here to put, you know, a belt around my waist and food on my kid's table. Well, see, that's the thing. I mean, the most over gimmick of all time, Stone Cold Steve Austin, he kind of had a I don't give a shit attitude. Exactly, yeah. But, you know, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to accuse people of copying it. But I think there's definitely uh, similarities between, you know, gimmicks today and that gimmick, but they're nowhere near as over. No, I think absolutely it, you know, because it, well, it, it was it was innovative for the time. It was it was the first time that's really been done. True, and you yeah. know, you also had someone that was probably you know one of the most charismatic people to ever walk through that company, do, oh, yeah. doing the character, and you know it, that makes getting a gimmick over a lot easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, the thing is, like, I think once that gimmick was done like the austin like i don't give a fuck about anybody i'm here to just kick ass and take names uh mentality once that was brought to the forefront i think that's when really it became evident that you know yeah maybe baby faces and heels don't really exist much anymore yeah so here's a guy who's you know yeah just out for himself fighting for himself and really that's honestly what everything should be it should just be everybody you know out for themselves why not or why have you know Johnny happy face with all the kids going, oh, yeah, like, we love you. And then you have, like, the evil, foreign, whatever fucking villain. Mm -hmm. And the kids go, oh, boo. It's like, just make them all just, you know, fighters and like who you like. Like, I mean, think about it. If you're trying to market this as a professional sport, you know, it's deemed professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to market this as a professional sport, do it by comparison with other professional sports. Like you don't see like there's no heel baseball teams. There's no heel football teams. <laughs> yeah, good like, point. Yeah, like you like who you like. I mean, Jesus Christ, if you're from that city and you like that team, that makes sense. Well, if I you're think from I, that city and you don't like that team, then yeah, it's still justified. <laughs> I think they can do the you know the shades of gray, not baby faces and heels. Let people choose who they want. They just exactly. need they just need to have the the personalities involved try to contrast each other as much as possible. Right. You know, show so we, why show why they're different, and then that I way mean, the age, that way the, the age that, demographics that, now that way the crowds like, will split. Right, and the age demographics now it's like, yeah, like obviously you can still influence the small kids with like. Oh, John Cena's your hero, and you know, prior to like, oh, Seth Rollins is the, you know, and the little villain guy that sits there and twirls his mustache with like the damsel on the railroad tracks. Well, dude, like, that's I, that's the thing though. Is like I've come to realize, especially with this last week, I didn't watch Raw, but I heard Raw, and mm-hmm. like the only things that like are remotely attention grabbing anymore are the comedy or the things that you can make fun of. Or, you know, title changes, mm-hmm. like, you know, with Baron Corbin and the and the cash-in. Like, you know, right. when they were talking, I listened to a podcast called We Watch Wrestling, or What's Wrong With Wrestling, and they were talking about uh, Dean and Seth touching tips. 
They haven't touched mm-hmm. tips in a long time, so they touched tips. You know, they touched fists. Yeah. But, they, you know, they, they kept saying touch tips. And, like, it was just funny, you know, listening mm-hmm. to them talk about it like it's a bromance. That was entertaining. But other than that, dude, like, the, the, the fucking promos between these people, like, me trying to believe or buy into any of it, it's, yeah. you know, this thing's as dead as it can fucking get. Like, they were just saying yeah. that on, on the soup today about, you know, Joey Ryan. Is Joey Ryan killing the business with, with his fucking dick tricks? And it's like, dude, killing the business, really? This business has never been yeah. more dead ever. Exactly. Like, no, you can't yeah. kill something that's already fucking deader than, you know, anything. Deader than Elvis, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, is, like, when it, when it comes back to, like, the ages and stuff, too, and really the blurring the lines between faces and heels, it's like, I mean, you got guys like our age and shit that, you know, love the bad guys and go to shows just to cheer the bad guys yeah. because, you know, it's, it's fun to me. I mean, I do it all the fucking time. I know I do it all the time. And it's like... But I like these guys. I like what they do. I don't like fucking you know, oh fuck, dude. Did, Sally Sassy Pants. Did you hear about the Bailey promo? Which one? I think it was this week. I don't think it was last week. I think it was this week. Now mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But she was in the ring giving a promo about her injury or whatever, and she's like, "Yeah," and I, I appreciate everybody's tweets and all their support. And all of a sudden, the fans just start booing. Yeah. And she's like, "Well." I'm out here for the fans that aren't booing. Boo! Like, <laughs> that made them boo more. It's just like, I didn't see it, but I imagine it was cringeworthy as fuck. And it's like, you know, what in God's name made her think that was a good idea to say? Like, yeah, that's probably a piss poor idea. Like, you, oh, yeah, here's a, here's a nice little layup. Just, you know, smack the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> Holy like, fuck. But, I mean, you know, and we've been talking about this for a long time. Like, you take Poor a character as over as Bailey, and you figure out a way to make people not like her. Good job, WWE. Yeah. Christ. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, when she was down, like, you know, in NXT, and that music hit, and the whole place just popped, and all of a sudden, like, you bring her up, and it's like, the place is kind of going, yeah, still... Like we, well, see, we're I th- still doing this. <laughs> I think a bit a big part of it too is is NXT really feels like a like a national product of an indie show. Like you yeah. feel like you're watching an indie show, but it's right. you know it's a big stage and it, there's good production value. But yeah. you, see, I, I still get the feel that I'm watching an indie show. I don't get a feel that I'm watching Monday Night Raw. And when when no. the, the the difference between those are very different. Like if you've got someone that comes out and hypes up the crowd and smiles and all that shit, that works for indie shows. That even works mm-hmm. for NXT. But that does not have longevity on the main roster. You need to evolve no. the character oh, to no, some yeah. degree because I know that WWE wishes nothing more than to have only people. To tune in that are between the ages of 8 and 12 but the harsh reality is no one between the ages of 8 and 12 is tuning in that makes up about 1% of their audience whether they want to admit it or not so they should not be surprised when characters like that get booed out of the fucking building No, and that's the thing is it's like yeah like pro wrestling isn't as cool as it used to be like back when we were kids like it was cool if you liked pro wrestling it was fucking cool and you were cool yeah but now it's like oh you like wrestling yeah you're fucking weird yeah why (laughs) like why why do you why (laughs) i ask myself the same thing every day yeah (laughs) um let's see uh, i mean with adam cole and fish and o'reilly like i'm actually really excited for them three i think oh yeah a nice little kick in the pants for nxt and especially you know them coming in like they did basically just saying we want gold and i don't give a flying fuck about anybody else or anything else well, I mean, Adam Cole, you know, he's been in WWE technically a day at this point. But mm-hmm. I, I feel about Adam Cole right now that I felt about Dean Ambrose about three years ago. This guy has the potential, not saying it's yeah. going to happen. Oh, yeah. the he is has there. the potential to be the next Stone Cold. 
Yeah. The potential. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I believe he has the potential. He has the charisma. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see. I found it very interesting. Uh, Marty Scurell, who the, is like the guy that uh, basically kicked out Adam Cole out of the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. He tweeted, he tweeted, hashtag villain with like the like uh, umbrella emoji. And it was like the shot last night of like uh, Adam Cole fish and o'reilly standing over mcintyre and then like it cuts to like him and the young bucks and adam cole just face planted in the middle of mad <laughs> when they kicked him out like it was the funniest thing ever i was like damn these guys still are letting this guy have it it's so funny it's great now w- w- let's talk about one of the better things that happened in wrestling this week baron corbin cashed in his money in the bank against jinder mahal uh damn. that did not go so well fucking lost bitch thank god <laughs> thank god although i'm not gonna lie i am actually surprised that it one happened when it did, and two that that was the result. Yeah, yeah. I I've always, I mean, I don't know if it's like he pissed off somebody in the back. I know he got into like a kind of a word battle on uh, Twitter with Meltzer, but fuck Dave Meltzer, so it really doesn't matter. But uh, <laughs> yeah, from what I've been, I don't know, reading, I guess Baron Corbin's been kind of a dick and a bitch about having the money in the bank and wanting to like. You know, be the guy, and then they're kind of like, eh, well, we're not sure. And then he kind of goes, oh, why the fuck did you put the money in the bank on me then? And they're like, oh, cool, you don't want it anymore then? Cash <laughs> the fucking gold. Awesome. Well, dude, yeah. I mean, I get the feeling that the guy is a turd. I just really he do. Is. Like, I get he the feeling that, that the guy is a turd. Like, I usually sympathize with people if I think that they're, like, decent people backstage. Mm-hmm. I get the feeling this guy is a turd. It's like one of those things, like, oh... Enzo Amora has heat with so-and-so backstage, and you kind of go, what? No way. Yeah. Really? That guy? That asshole? Well, no. dude, oh, something else we uh, didn't get to talk about because we didn't do one last week um, is the uh, Got Shoot interview. Oh, yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. Now, I didn't I did, listen yeah, to yeah, it. I did listen to that. I, yeah. heard, you know, I heard summaries of it, mostly on the soup, about what was said, and I thought it was interesting, and I thought Joey and Mish put it very, uh, I, I think it was Joey that might have said, like, I get the sense this guy, you know, I know that he had nuclear heat backstage, you know. Yeah. You'd fucking keep a 10, 20-foot distance away from him just because nobody liked the guy. But yeah. he, like, he doesn't sound bitter in his shoot interview. Like, he no, seems just like a no-nonsense, you know, yeah, this is what I do. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm honest. Like, very CM Punkish. Very, you know, I'm not here yeah. to make friends. Yeah. This I mean, is me. What's, honestly, what's the guy got to lose at this point? Yeah. I mean. So, but I think that, you know, a lot of the stuff that he said... You know, it all made sense. None of it was surprising, and I believed most no. of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. It's one of those things. It's like, yeah, why the fuck would this... I mean, honestly, why would this guy lie? He's not furthering anything. Mm-mm. He's just there to be like, oh, hey, like, you know, I still exist. If you want me, you can have me. And, oh, by the way, this is what the fuck goes on in New York. Yeah. <laughs> now, did just, you, yeah. now, you said you didn't watch Southpaw Regional Wrestling yet, right? I did not. I'm definitely going to start probably... This afternoon or tonight. Yeah, same here before SummerSlam starts. Yeah. Uh, fingers crossed, because I've heard mixed reviews, but I will stay optimistic because, I mean, it was just so good before. Oh, definitely, yeah. Let's hope a little bit of that trickles over. Um, now, what do you think about all the uh, the talk recently about Daniel Bryan? Because, to me, in my opinion, I mean, you know, my opinion has not changed. I would right. love nothing more than to see this guy in the ring... If his, uh, you know, risk of death wasn't higher than the average person, yeah. you know, uh, I love the guy, but, you know, please stop wrestling. Um, yeah. You know, WWE has told you that you can't wrestle. 
you know, WWE for all their faults, they're not a bunch of schmucks and they're not telling you not to wrestle just because they don't like you. Like, right. if they're telling you not to wrestle, there's probably a really good fucking reason. It's not yeah. because there's a goddamn uh, 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 conspiracy against you. Right. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, for me, it's, yeah, I, I'm in the same boat where, you know, Daniel Bryan was kind of more or less a shooting star. Mm-hmm. It was, he came very, very abruptly to, you know, the forefront and took over and everyone just, you know, fell in love with them and I've never honestly in all my years of watching wrestling I've never seen something really more over than the yes chance were yeah yeah like an entire fucking arena I don't care if you were 13 30 or 100 yeah. you were still you were fucking if you were there you were doing it yep and it was just like it was an off thing and especially you know when he went over at WrestleMania 30 and won the titles and he was standing on the tables doing the yes chance and there's what, 70,000 people all, I mean all, doing it. Yep. So this guy's got it. This guy's got everything. And, you know, string of unfortunate injuries. And as much as I would love, absolutely love, to see this man go to Japan or go back to Ring of Honor and take, you know, the lower-level promotion and start to compete. I mean, honestly, I think if they had Daniel Bryan, if Daniel Bryan had the ability to wrestle – and he went to New Japan or went to Ring of Honor. They could compete with WWE, but he can't. Yeah, he and can't. he needs to fucking realize that. He yeah, he definitely can't go to fucking New Japan and wrestle strong yeah. style. Yeah, he like needs if, to look if he's at wrestling, his life. if he's if he's wrestling, he needs to basically be doing something safer than WWE, which is yeah. about as safe as it gets. Not, yeah, which he, I mean, he, this man needs to stop for a minute and look at his wife, and look at his child, yeah. and realize yeah. that if something happens, they are by themselves. Yep. And as much as, you know, I'm sure Bree makes still a pretty decent amount of money, and if something were to happen, I'm sure Brian would get some sort of financial help, but it's still not enough. And for you to try to risk literally your health and your entire life and your well-being for something like this, like, I get it, like, this is what you love, this is what you've known your entire life, but there comes a point where you have to just let it go. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's tough. I, I get it. It's tough. But if you have so, so many naysayers, and not just being like, oh, well, like you said, like, oh, well, there's a conspiracy against you, and we don't like you, so fuck you. Go sit down. Go be the GM. No, that's not existent. There's physically people who have gone to school for years <laughs> who are experts in this field telling you, yeah, this probably isn't a good idea. And you're yeah. going to go, oh, well, fuck you. It's just, you know, I want to do it anyway. No. You're being you're being asinine. Let's get into... And, uh... Let's get into the uh, the pre-show or the uh, the SummerSlam SummerSlam card because uh, I, I kind of want to rip through this. <laughs> Definitely. Um, first up, you got Jason Jordan and the Hardy Boys versus the Miz and the Miztourage. I haven't really been watching to see how all of this evolved, but you know, no. why is Jason Jordan with the Hardy Boys? Like that's, he that's had a storyline with Kurt Angle. Why the fuck is he with the Hardy? Whatever. I don't know. Throw I, out I, your I, prediction. <laughs> Well, I think the way this came to fruition is he was in uh, a match with, like, Curtis Axel or some shit. And then he got jumped by, like, The Miz and someone else. And the Hardy Boys came out and, like, made the save. So basically it was like, oh, let's put, you know, Jason Jordan with, like, probably one of the most over acts we have right now. Let's try and make him look better. Oh, it's failing? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh... I don't really see the heels going over, especially if you're trying to push Jason Jordan. So I think Jason Jordan and the Hardys end up winning. 
All right. But um, honestly, who really honestly gives a shit? Yeah, I mean, it's almost like we should make we should make these fucking these matches like not count because it's like yeah. holy shit. Uh yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with your logic. That's pretty fucking sound. There's literally nothing to gain by Miz no. and the Miz Trash winning. Like why? No. Why? Why? Why would you do that? Why? Yeah, I mean they probably will, but. Yeah, well, there you go. We're using logic, and you're—you know—if we've learned anything, don't do that. Why would you do that? Damn Uh, me for thinking rationally. Now I know you've got vested interest in this next one: uh, Tazawa and Neville for the cruiserweight championship. What are you thinking? Um, I actually was super excited for Tazawa when he went over. I thought it was fucking great. And again, like it's one of those things where you go, "Holy fuck, that actually happened!" Like on Raw, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, As much as I would like to think they're not going to take the title off him. Uh, I've been wrong before. I know Bleacher Report's going with Tozawa, but I think I'm going to take Neville. I have to agree because, with you. Yeah, and it just it furthers, you know, everything. And honestly, truth be told, I love Adrian Neville. I love him as an athlete. I think he's a great in-ring performer. But without the belt and being in the title picture, what the fuck does he really have? Well, that's the thing is, I mean, he's running the division, and, you know, there's speculation of, okay, well, maybe he he's going to move on from the cruiserweight division. And, you know, well, the one thing is, is I think it would be hard for him to propel out of the division without mm-hmm. being a babyface, for starters. Yeah. Being able to say, well, you know what, you know, I'm going to go and do this. Like, I feel like there's more more paths available for a babyface. Second yeah, of all, yeah. he leaves the cruiserweight division. What does that leave the cruiserweight division with? Absolutely, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Was there's really nothing. I mean, there isn't much there, there now. No, no, there's not. I mean, he's definitely your he's your guy. Like he's your billboard guy right there to uh, propel this division. And if if he's not there, then honestly, yeah, what do you have? And I mean, to be honest, how much longer is WWE going to try the cruiserweight division? Yeah, I feel like it's just kind of being like just drug along at this point. Like it's just the WWE is a person, and they're walking, and they just have like a rope tied around the ankles of the two hundred five division. They're just like, well, dude, that's the thing. Think if this same thing had been incorporated in nineteen ninety eight. Um, it wouldn't have made it past week two, maybe. No, it well, might have no, made no. it past. It, it might have made it to week two, and that's yeah. you know, and and there you go. What's wrong with wrestling? That's it right there. Yeah. Is them stubbornly fucking bludging through shit, right? Because you know, because we want it to work. God damn it! Even yeah. though it's fucking horrible, and no one watches the shows, and everybody takes a piss when the matches come on, they're gonna <laughs> like it. Like. What kind of fucking, like, oh my... Exactly, yeah, oh yeah. No, it's Christ. funny, because, like, we we all sit here as fans, and we go, well, we don't like this. And they're like, but you do like it. <laughs> no, we, we don't like this. No, 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 but you're, you're going to like it eventually. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it's, it's not, now it's, been it's not several a, months, It's not a I fucking like step-parent. Like, you're yeah. not going to warm up to it yeah. eventually. <laughs> like, it's... Stop. Well, uh, what, what, if, what if we did this? No, I, I don't like it. So. What if we put cherries on it? All right, New Day versus the Usos. Can't believe this is on the pre-show. Um, oh, fuck. I was thinking that, too. SmackDown Tag Team Championships, New Day and the Usos. Um, I've already listened to the Soup's predictions, and I'm kind of on the side that, you know, New Day's kind of dead after they had to take that break from the one of them getting injured. Like, their momentum's yeah. kind of down, and how much, you know, how much more can they really milk it? Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, the Usos, I think they can, they've still got, you know, they can still get some more out of the Usos as far as their oh, gimmick yeah. and their run. Oh, yeah. So I think a SummerSlam, a SummerSlam yeah. win would be yeah. good for them. 
Yeah, newish yeah. gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, they have a lot of legitimacy still on the tag in the tag team division with the Usos because the Usos, you know, have been there for a while and they were over as fuck at one point, and then one of them got hurt. And actually, honest God, even his heels, I think they're great. So yeah, honestly, the New Day retaining really doesn't have much of an upside because where do you go from here? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think we're going to go with the Usos on that one too. All right, here we go. Although Ma- I, did, what? Oh. I did love that rivalry, though. I have liked this rivalry. It's been a lot of fun, especially the rap yeah. battle. The rap battle is my favorite. I watched it back again the other day because I thought it was fucking great, and I loved it. Um. Oh, just so you know, an update uh, leading into uh, SummerSlam. As of right now, my match prediction percentage is a 68%. Matt is at a 54%. Womp, womp, womp. Goddamn, pal. <laughs> I got four matches on you. I got 19 right, you got 15 right. That's out of 28 so far. So we're going to be adding, what did I say, 13 matches to the... T- I mean, you know, so this is literally... Cost twice the size of these other cards so mm-hmm. the, that whole dynamic could flip tonight all right main card here we go big show big cast oh baby uh who gives a shit no yeah um, yeah <laughs> big show versus big cast who who's the real winner here nobody yeah uh god damn it do i really have to pick one of these um big cast would honestly make sense i could see a scenario where you know, since the split's kind of not working and the whole fucking, you know, shark cage gimmicks involved. Well, see, I haven't been watching the, I haven't been watching weekly, you know, no one to blame but myself. I haven't been yeah. watching weekly to see who's got the upper hand in the storyline right now. Like if Big Cass had been, you know, getting the upper hand this whole time, I could see mm-hmm. a big show win. But, you know, if, if things are fairly equal, I think Cass is going to get the win. Yeah, you know I what think I mean? honestly, and this is me just probably trying to be optimistic and create my own fantasy world <laughs> uh i think honestly yeah i think cast does end up does end up winning and i think for me there's a possibility that these two guys reunite and just run as heels okay okay i mean honestly because I, I i say this a lot i know i do but with enzo amore after this where do you go from here yeah 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 well, you I heard what I'm in 205. I mean, I heard somebody say something about, you know, Big Show and Big Cass forming a tag team. What are you going to call it? Big Shass. Yeah. <laughs> Big Shass. I love that. God damn it. Um All right, so who uh, are you taking Big Show or Cass? I'm going to take Big Cass, but not without something goofy. All right. In my opinion. All right. Um, next up, right now, this isn't necessarily the order. This is just, you know, the order that Ble- uh, Bleach Report has. Uh, Randy Orton and Rusev, which is about just as awe-inspiring as the previous prediction. Um, I mean, shit. I mean, the thing is, is each one of these guys is on such a losing streak. Uh, right. fucking Orton losing to goddamn, uh, uh, uh Jobber Mahal. God. You know, four fucking billion times. And then you've got Rusev, who might have a worse pay-per-view record than fucking uh, uh, Bray Wyatt. Which is nuts, because if anything, this guy should be in the fucking title picture. Yeah. I don't get it. I just honestly don't get it. I um, mean, you. I mean, the, the age-old argument of young guy and the older guy, you would think, you know, maybe they're going to... Rusev's going to go over, but yeah. I don't think Orton lays down for just anybody. I don't know. I don't think Orton I don't know. wouldn't. I, mean, Orton, I don't think, I don't have any reason to believe Orton wouldn't lay down for Rusev. True, yeah. I mean, 
for me, uh, this match is probably going to be better than we're thinking. Yeah, just because the two fair. bodies involved that's are going to be. Yeah, I mean, Randy Orton's a great worker. Yeah, he was an asshole when he was younger, but mm-hmm. who the fuck wasn't? Um, Rusev's a fucking great worker too, and he's got an extensive resume of people he's like you know beaten. I'll tell you what. Wrestle big matches against. I'll tell you what. We'll make this one interesting, just because I literally could not care less. Whoever you predict, I'm taking the opposite. <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> I mean, it's a 50-50 shot. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm actually gonna go with Rusev All right. on this one. I think he's gonna go over. All right. Da-da-da. Uh, let's see. Next up, we got. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I promise you people, stay tuned. This card does get it better. It better, I swear. <laughs> John Cena versus Baron Snorbin. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you really? Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that fucking ding coming across the computer? Can you hear that? No. I hope that's not going off over the fucking stream. All right. Keep going. I don't going. know where the fuck. Oh, my God. Corbin and well, Cena. Hopefully, hopefully these are timed out, like, Hopefully the big show, big cast. Hopefully these fucking three matches are yeah, not the start spread of the out show. Because I mean, <laughs> I'm probably gonna have to drink heavily to get through this pay per view. Well, dude, I That's like body breaks. <laughs> I th- one thing that I find fascinating that I don't think a lot of people pay credit to is card psychology, which is the order of matches. It means yes. so yes, much. Oh, absolutely. It means the world. Um, That's why I feel that uh, a lot of shows, you get to the main event and the crowd's just fucking dead, and it's because they've either been sitting there for six hours, or they had a bunch of duds on right before, you know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. And and, and, and card psychology is not easy either, it's not like a matter of, Mm -hmm. oh, well you have uh, a down match, then you have a couple hot matches, and that sets you up for a good main event. No, because those two couple hot matches, if they go even remotely long, the crowd's going to be burned out by that time, like... Oh, yeah. Card psychology is not an easy thing to do, well, but honestly, sorry to sidetrack. Well, no, the, I mean, the last time, honestly, I can think where that was perfectly executed was WrestleMania 30 when Brock beat The Undertaker and the crowd was just silent and yeah. just dead. And they're like, uh, yeah, just throw on a women's match real quick. <laughs> yeah. So those two women had to go out there and try to put on a good match for literally people who just watched their childhood die in front yeah. of their eyes. Yeah, I mean, just jaw Just so rock. they could get yeah. to the main event where people could feel better, and then Dan O'Brien went over. Like, that was crazy. Holy fuck. But yeah, that's always where I've been as far as like watching pay-per-views and everything like that, was where on the card are things going to pan out because... You know, certain things make sense in certain spots, whereas others don't. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to, if, like, honestly, these three matches are probably going to be your shittier ones of the night. Not maybe match quality, but just for interest. Interest. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you, if you spread them out correctly, then yeah, honestly, they can pay off dividends for you. But all right, well, knowing WWE, John Cena will probably be like the co-main event. Well, Cena and Corbin, who you got? Ah, oh, goddamn it! Guys, pick nobody. Um, yeah. God. Okay. Yeah, let me take a. I'll take Baron Corbin solely because poor guy lost last week. <laughs> uh, see, I was gonna take Corbin reluctantly, but since you yeah. took Corbin, well, actually, okay, you know what? I'll take Cena then. I, I was actually gonna take Cena initially. All right. Oh, okay, good, perfect. Because yeah, give me Corbin. Cena on that one. All yeah. right. Um, Sheamus and Cesaro, the current champions, defending against the two-thirds Shield of Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Sixty-six percent of the Shield. There you go. Uh, this match is be good as fuck. I really think so. I don't think Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins win, though. I think we're going to have somebody's going to get fucked over somewhere. Someone's going to turn on somebody. Mm-hmm. 
I don't really see this being a longevity thing because I don't think they, someone's they, gonna turn on somebody in this match. Do you? In this one, know. honestly, the first maybe. one, maybe. I mean, the build-up is so fucking long. <laughs> yeah, not, I yeah. Don't know. I don't know. Although it is interesting to think about the fact that, as much as you know, people don't care for Roman Reigns. It's interesting to think about, you know, by the end of the night, if the Shield reunites, they could have a lot of fucking gold around their waist. Yeah. Like, literally, we could have the tag champs on the Shield and the WWE champion could be. And honestly, I mean, if you want to run these guys as heels, what better way than to, you know, have them jump in, help out their buddy who is just unanimously hated by the crowd. But that's the thing, though, is, I mean, Dean's babyface not hinting at a heel turn. Seth no. is a babyface not hinting at a heel turn. I don't think you could turn. I don't think you could turn him heel. I think you could align him with uh, with Reigns. Actually, it might not be a bad idea for them to help Reigns have because there's yeah. no like there. There's literally there, there's no animosity between Reigns and either of them. I mean, him and Ambrose were always tight, and mm -hmm. you know, with him and Rollins, there really hasn't been too much friction. Really, I mean, they've had promos and stuff where they just like, yeah, well, you're doing your thing, I'm doing my thing. It's not like a fuck you, buddy. You know what I mean? So, right, exactly, I mean, yeah. they, they really wouldn't have to explain too much as to the, why all three of them would reunite. I think what they honestly could do, if I was WWE, you know, if you're going to reunite them, is reunite them. Do not let them show any overwhelming sh signs of babyface or heel yet mm -hmm. and just see how people receive it. You know, maybe not completely neutral gray, but leave the opportunity for them to go babyface or heel. See right. how people receive it. See if they're going to get booze or cheered. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. All um, right, well, anyways, who are you taking? Are you going to take uh, Sheamus and Cesaro? Yeah, give me Sheamus and Cesaro. All right, because I'm going to take the shield. Oh, God. I'm going to poo the bed tonight. I know I am. <laughs> well, dude, don't make me fucking... I'm not muscling you into these choices. You can <laughs> well, take no, whoever like, you just, want. Well, yeah, no, I'm just looking at it going, God damn, this is, this is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not looking forward to the fact that, you know, these matches are what they are. The predictions are oh, just yeah, yeah. something to give me a reason to cheer. Yeah, that um, incentive to do it. All right, next up, you got the SmackDown Women's Championship, the champion Naomi defending against Natalia. So... It's very well documented that every time I pick Natalia, <laughs> she loses. And the one time I didn't pick her, she won, and she's in this spot now. So my thing is, is do I want to pick against her so the hope that she wins, <laughs> or do I want to pick for her because I want her to win? Well, I'll tell you what. So what I'm going to do is I'm what, actually going to take Natalia on this one. All right, all right. I'm so I was going to say that's who I'm taking. Finally going to go with it because I want this damn woman to win, finally. Yeah, I know. I love her. Uh, God, dude, I, I mean, I'm not one of the people, but a lot of people shit all over Naomi. Yeah, There's people that can't fucking stand her. And I don't I'm know like, why. Honestly, I don't, I don't see it. I don't, I mean, like, I'm not going to say, yeah, she's not setting the world on fire. She's not, yeah. you know, she's no Lita. She's no Sable. But, I mean, I'm no. definitely not going, oh, God, it's Naomi. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. don't understand where, like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean the gimmick's kind of annoying, like the whole glow thingy, like that's kind of fucking annoying. But I don't really, I, well, I mean I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not watching I don't the shows it. every week, but I mean you know the the times that I watch it, I see kind of like uh, uh, I see it more of like almost like a Bailey thing, like a hey, you know she's yeah. coming out and smiling at the kids and giving them bracelets, and yeah. you know that's fine, you know it's cool. It's like oh, care. shiny colors and cutesy artsy fartsy shit. Yeah, but, like, especially for the women's division. Now, if there was a guy doing that, that would be fucking ridiculous. Yeah. but you know, well, there's a guy doing it. his name is John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> He's been doing it for 15 years. Touche, so. touche. 
<laughs> All right. Well, you, but you're uh, you're you're concrete. You're taking Natalia, right? Yes. I'm All right, Natalia. All right. Part-time. Raw women's Raw women's championship. Uh, champion Alexa Bliss, who's predicted to win, versus Sasha Banks. Uh, this match could. Oh my God! Holy shit! This oh, by the way, Na- Naomi was Naomi was the prediction in the Natalia Naomi yeah. match. She's the favorite why. in that one, yeah. I don't know how, but all right, sorry. Blixen uh, uh, Banks. This is this is gonna sound terrible, but the best thing that could have happened to the Raw women's division is Bailey getting injured. <laughs> yeah, that's not because yeah, I agree. Because we get this match. Yeah. And truth be told, I prefer this one over what could have been. I agree. To be honest. Uh these two women are absolutely fucking incredible. I think you have a very, very clear heel versus babyface uh criteria going here not that you did it with bailey but people honestly obviously don't like bailey anymore so that's different um god i don't know like i want to take alexa bliss solely because i think she's greatest champion and i think she should still have continuation running with the title but sasha banks winning wouldn't be the worst thing either so uh i'm gonna take sasha banks here just because then you can bring bailey back and go with you know, Banks and Bailey. If you really, really want to, <laughs> I say perfect because I'm taking Alexa for Take a Alexa variety Bliss. of reasons. The only, th- I mean, the only thing I think really working Alexa is the fact that she's had that title for so long that right. you know I don't know how long they'll let her keep it. But to me, I don't think. I mean, once again, I'm not watching these shows every week. I just don't feel mm-hmm. like Sasha has that much momentum behind her. I've no, never really, really bought into her her gimmick at all. I don't. It just it doesn't work. It doesn't work if she's trying to be a face. It really doesn't. No. Yeah. Exactly. And that's no. why I've never bought it. I've never seen her work the gimmick as a heel. If I'd seen no. her work that gimmick as a heel, I might feel differently. Well, her doing... yeah. I mean, in early NXT, she worked it as a heel, and it made sense. But now it's just kind of like, okay, you're a face, but you're telling me that you're like the boss and like I run this place, speed. motherfucker. Be my friend. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but I'm supposed to like you? That's kind of a dick thing to say, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, next up, Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt. Uh, Finn Balor is the predicted Battle winner. of the Great Entrances. <laughs> it's literally what this match is. It's the demon versus the eater of worlds. It's there like, that's going to be fucking great. Uh, kind of upset they gave this to, the, gave this to us uh, a couple of nights ago, but whatever. I mean, fuck me as a fan, I guess. Yeah. Uh I think I'm more excited for the entrances than I am actually this match. But this match is going to be great. I mean, both these guys are absolutely incredible. I feel like we're back in the attitude here with these uh, the entrances. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give me. I'm gonna go Finn Balor. Okay. This yeah. one, honestly, this one really, honestly, is a fifty-fifty. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, either is guy like, could I, lose and it wouldn't affect them, and either guy could win and it really wouldn't affect them. That I don't much. understand what the fuck they're doing with Balor. Like, he came in and won the Universal Championship. Got injured, came back, and they're like, "Yeah, sorry, we kind of moved on." <laughs> like, well, for me, yeah, for me, I think it's more or less like the fans want, you know, the fans right now want Joe, they want Brock, they want Braun, and yeah, we're getting Roman shoved at us. Yeah, whether we like uh, as a consolation prize, really, it's like, oh, okay, if you want these three guys, you have to take this asshole too. Well, yeah. Fine, whatever. It's like when you go to like, you know, you go to hang out with your friends, and it's like, oh, I'll take your little sister with you. But I don't want to. Well, if, you're, if you're going, you're taking your sister. Well, that's, that's what this is. This is. If you want these three guys, you have to get this asshole too. Or, fine, whatever. Good point. Um, so I think it's more or less like just the timing isn't working out very well. Um, but we are getting to see him, which is good because he's not going by the wayside. I mean, he's having great matches in the undercard. 
and he's getting positioned pretty well in the undercard. It's not like he's having, you know, shitty throwaway matches. It's just, I mean, just the timing isn't isn't there. Not saying, you know, in the future, um, whatever pay-per-view, he might win. I think he will. I think, honestly, he ends up, by the end of the year, a.k.a. SummerSlam, or SummerSlam, WrestleMania, I think he ends up being a uh, universal champion, but it's just a matter of when. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I think at this point... You know, when you look at okay, who who's gonna get the push? Who's who's who are we gonna, you know, try to strap a rocket to? Are they really gonna try to strap a rocket to Bray Wyatt, who just had the championship, lost it, and there was never even a second thought to him ever becoming the champion again? Like it was exactly, just yeah. that fast, you know? Or are you gonna give it? Oh, okay, the fans want Bray Wyatt as champion. Here you go. Yeah. Now it's gone. Shut up. Leave us alone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you have to go, Balor. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, timing's honestly everything when it comes to this scenario because you can't just really, I mean, I'm sure it's been done before, but you can't really just bring a guy back and then just, you know, jettison him into the title picture. Yeah, okay. that's true. Well, unless, unless, you know, it's Roman Reigns. Yeah, um, more or less it's one of Triple H's buddies, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, well, AJ Styles, the uh, United States champion, defends against Kevin Owens. With Shane McMahon as the special guest. Ah, that's right. I forgot. Okay, yep. So yep. that adds a different element. To uh, Styles is the predicted winner. What do you think? Um, I yeah, just, I, I just, I, I heard, I had to throw this in. I heard on Soup, they're saying that, you know, well, you know, there is a McMahon as the special referee. Right. Uh, so, we, we've seen this happen before. Um, yeah, and there's documented animosity between Styles and Shane, so. Yeah. Who knows? Um. And you know we haven't we haven't had a heel authority figure on 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 TV on in six Smackdown, months, especially. Uh, and now this gives, it gives them an opportunity to have Shane and uh, and uh, uh, Dana right. Bryan argue right. with each other. That's interesting you bring that up. I never thought about that until just now. Shit, that could play into the title picture, the current, the main title picture. But that's that's the draw. Uh, oh, God damn, yeah, I can see Kevin Owens winning here solely because. Again, there's there's a McMahon involved. I mean, and Styles is Styles. Styles should definitely, honestly, be more towards the WWE Championship, but who knows when that'll be? Um, I'm hoping that stays safe for WrestleMania. But here's my thing: I could see them putting the United States Championship on Owens and letting Owens have a really long run with it, and having him bring legitimacy to the United States Championship. Yeah. Oh yeah. And by them doing that. That then takes AJ Styles out of the United. They well, they could take him out of mm-hmm. the United States Championship race, and he's at least available to go back to pursuing the. Uh, uh, well, wait a minute. This they're SmackDown, so the WWE, WWE Championship. Yeah, yeah. Which right now is only occupied by Jinder and Nakamura. You know what I mean? So right. right. And if Nakamura wins, that sets up you know a oh, great my God. program. Yeah. As much as I would like to see that say for WrestleMania, I mean, but if you really want to give it to me now, I mean, I w- I'm not going to disagree. Yeah, not going to turn it, turn it down. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be like, yeah, oh, wait, no, no. I mean, <laughs> it should it be down. WrestleMania, but to be fair, yeah. they need to have something to watch for the next six months. So. Right. I, I mean, honestly, if you want to put it, I'd be satisfied with it being in Survivor Series, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's it could that's be the November. main event of Survivor Series for sure. Yeah, that, that's November, so that's not too far off. Yeah. All right, well, who are you taking, Styles or Owens? I'm taking Owens. Good call. K.O. Same here. Uh, let's see. All right. Jinder Mahal, Nakamura. 
Um, I've Do heard we really honestly have to discuss this one. Yeah, man, I've heard good arguments for both <laughs> ways. Um, now, I think what makes a lot of sense that I just heard, you know, credit due to the soup, it makes a lot of sense for them to have Nakamura win here and then have Mahal win it back on the India tour. Yeah. You know what could, I mean? That, that could be a thing, yeah. Um, because, I mean, um, you know, with Mahal and Nakamura, like, what are they going to do? Mahal's going to, you know, win tonight, and then and then what? Like, what's not what, what's Nakamura's recourse if fucking Mahal wins tonight? Like, his, his, his whole entire rise gotten to where he is right now. Where the fuck does he go if he loses to gender fucking Mahal? Because I don't give right. a shit if he's the fucking WWE Championship. I don't give a fuck. He's gender Mahal. And yeah. if Nakamura comes in, in, you know, all this momentum and then loses Ginger... And I don't give a shit if it is a, a, a fuck finish. If it is fucking Great Kali or the fucking the little midgets that come out and help. Like, I don't <laughs> care if it is a fuck finish. He will still be losing to Jinder Mahal. Just like Orton. The fact that it was a tainted loss doesn't mean that it wasn't a loss. Right. Right. I mean... Yeah, it's, it's so tough because you never really know what the future could be because that's the thing is like if, if he loses here it kind of kills a lot of momentum that he had because like you said it, it is gender mahal this guy's supposed to be the king of strong style gender can take the fucking loss and still come back and say oh, I, I gotta you know i get a rematch and then you know he can cheat exactly the, he yeah. can cheat next yeah, time and win it back way, and yeah. then it can go back and forth or whatever but i, I think with this mm -hmm. match nakamura has to win this one exactly um so. God damn. Yeah, I, I think I have to go with Nakamura All right. on this one, too. Just, yeah, because it really, honestly, that's the only way nobody gets hurt as far as momentum and everything goes. All right, now, this match coming up is by far and away the main event I'm looking forward to more than anything. God as much damn. as I love Nakamura, um, this is the main event. Absolutely. Champ, Universal Champion Brock Lesnar defends against Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, and Braun Strowman. Fatal Four Way Universal Championship. Now I'm assuming, um, you know, Fatal Four Way that means no DQ, um, and uh, and I'm assuming, you know, I never heard them use the the word elimination. So it's you know, it's the first pin, it's the first yep. fall yep. scored, yep. wins the Universal Championship. Yeah, it, it's definitely being billed as that. So the. You know, and, and the, the storyline going in that if Brock loses this, he's going back to UFC. And I was just saying this to uh, uh, my wife's well, friend this week. Well, I don't know if that was actually ever... I know, okay, I know if Brock loses him and Heyman are leaving, I don't think the term UFC was ever brought well, up. Well, they're never going to say that on fucking WWE. Well, no, no, yeah, I get that. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's pushing... Yes, the notoriety that, yeah, they're going to leave, like, type thing. Like, and this kind of proves that WWE and UFC have to have some kind of working relationship. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. the fact that, I mean, it really is amazing, and I will give WWE credit for when they pull off shit like this. I was talking about this with my wife's uh, girlfriend, is the fact that they've been able to keep under wraps what's actually going to happen, like where Lesnar's yeah. actually going to go. Like the fact that you have, that Dana White hasn't come out and said, no, Lesnar hasn't talked to us and he'd have to go through uh, this, this and that. He hasn't filed an application. He's still mm -hmm. technically retired. Like they could have easily just totally discredited and destroyed the entire storyline. And they have oh, absolutely. Yeah. And WWE, you, you know, all ways for this to leak out if Lesnar's winning or not, because that's really you know that that that's a big question. You know, mm -hmm. with this match, you know, who wins? Okay, but it's really a matter of is Lesnar winning or not. You know what I mean? Right. Um, who who the other the other person is going to be out of three? That's argument number two. Argument number mm -hmm. one is 
or, or you know, the, the 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 number one thing everyone's looking at is Le- is Lesnar going to stay or go? Is he going to keep? Is he going to retain? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, what are your thoughts? I've got my thoughts. You go ahead. Yeah. Well, for me, I think this goes one of two ways. I think either Samoa Joe wins, and because you implemented this idea into my head, like you said, there hasn't been, you know, a heel figure on television for a while. Yep. And the last we saw of Triple H and Stephanie, Joe was their guy. True. He was their, you know, henchman, their, like, you know, answer to the artist formerly known as Seth Rollins, the architect. Mm-hmm. So there could be a possibility that, you know, Hunter shows up and fucks everybody over and gives Joe, not gives Joe the title, but pushes Joe into the forefront to be their champion and the guy they want. And it just, it pushes the heel premise further. Yeah. Um, the other option being that Brock Lesnar retains and wins, which I think for me is the more likely scenario of the two, because what way can you further, you know, the idea that Brock Lesnar is going to lose and Brock Lesnar is going to the UFC than by saying, Oh, well, if this guy loses, we're fucking out of here. Mm-hmm. And that's just I mean, that you're playing to, and Paul Heyman does it better than anybody else. He's playing to what's being dealt around him and the rumor around him, because that just, it makes sense. Cause it, like, honestly, I'm sure the majority of people are going in this match now going, Oh, well the rumors about Brock going to the UFC are legitimate. And Paul already said, you know, if he loses, they're out of here, which would make sense. Like, Oh, it just gives them the ability to write them off television and for him to go do shit in the UFC. Exactly. It's playing into everything else. Yeah. You're buying into what this man is selling. And honestly, I mean, from what I've been told and what I've been reading, Brock and Strowman are being, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Booked for No Mercy coming up. Okay. And you, you constantly, you're not going to, you're going to tell me that th- that match is not going to include the title. Yeah. That's just going to be Brock, that's just going to be Brock and Strowman going at it. Like, I think that match has to have the title. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. So for me, the more likely yeah, scenario... Like, seriously, I mean, not to interrupt you, but think, no, you're good. think of like out of this four-way coming Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar. Where does that title belong? Exactly. You know what I mean? That's yeah. absolutely ridiculous to think of Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar, neither of them with a title when they're both this close to it. Exactly. So. Um, yeah, so for me, the more likely scenario, and I think what's going to actually happen, and also it's... It solidifies that you know Brock Lesnar is this bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He went in. He went into this match with three other bad motherfuckers and beat them. And and one and one. If he wins clean, which I think likely being that he will, uh, holy shit, does that solidify his legacy even more than it already is? Yeah. And I, I honestly, I think that's the most believable scenario of the three. I know Bleacher Report's taking Samoa Joe. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to go with Brock Lesnar because everything just kind of is pointing the opposite direction. So why not swerve everybody? All right, let's do, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely solid on Lesnar, but this is for no points. This is just for, for the sake of shits and giggles. If you were to take a second option, if it's not Lesnar, who do you take? Joe. Joe. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of yeah. a, kind of a no brainer. Roman Reigns, it just it wouldn't make sense and people would be fucking pissed. I mean, I might be willing to wager something else, but we're not wagering anything on that. So yeah. I'll agree I, with I you. I think the more likely of the other three is Joe. 
Strowman, very, very, very close second. But I, I think... Yeah, but do you really think Roman's the least likely? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I so. actually, I think, I think so. you're right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, said that, they said that on the soup too. Can you imagine <laughs> if fucking rains won tonight? Like literally, people would, people would angry. throw garbage. Yeah, unless it looks like, look like the Hogan heel turn. Unless, <laughs> unless it was uh, 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 via the shield coincided. Yes, with the shield. Yeah, I think that's the only way that this comes out without somebody burning down the yeah. fucking building. Yeah. Um, I mean, with Strowman, I think. It's better and more beneficial for him if he wins in a singles matchup. Agreed. Yeah. Because um, he's not, you know, for uh, you know Braun Strowman, you know, he's not Lesnar. He, he's not. It's not believable that he could, you know, beat the shit out of three other guys. Well, it the, is, the other, but it's not. Well, no. My thing is, is that you know, with a with a four way <laughs> match, usually the way that heels win four way matches, usually not always. Usually the way heels win matches like that is they sneak in at the end. They look for right. two guys to beat the fuck out of each other. He runs in, throws one out of the ring, and pins the other. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, uh, it's see, usually it's, a weasel win. I can't see yeah. Braun Strowman doing a weasel thing ever. No. That would destroy yeah, his exactly. character. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I was getting. I was yeah. It would just it would hurt his character and just make him look foolish. Like. Oh, I mean, yeah, cool. You used your brain over your brawn, but like, no pun intended. But like, yeah, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're supposed to be this like bad motherfucker that survived getting murdered in the back of an ambulance, and yeah. you're just gonna sneak in and go, hee hee hee, this is my title now. Like, <laughs> yeah, like a that's a Miz thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's no offense Miz to the Miz, Miz, but that's a Miz no, thing. It is. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. Well, that kind of kills the notion that you're this big bad fucker. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know there's a lot of rumor and innuendo going around too about possibilities of people showing up or whatever too. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. Apparently, now I don't know the legitimacy of it, but the Undertaker was spotted on a plane to NYC. Mm-hmm. So who knows if it's like, oh, just backstage shit, or like maybe this motherfucker shows up. And then like I know, uh, Jim Ross, very conveniently said the other day that he doesn't think that the undertaker's done and i'm like oh well interesting because <laughs> yeah. you know this man's supposed to be on a plane to nyc as you're saying all this and yeah who of better of a best friend does he have in the business probably than you like how in the fuck i mean i don't i'm not you know a goddamn financial expert how is it possible that the undertaker's not able to get a private flight to new york yeah, really, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, how is that possible? That's what I was thinking. That, that's the only reason why I think, like, I kind of took that picture and that news with a grain of salt. Because I'm like, if you're really gonna bring this man in, uh, you guys own a private jet. Yeah. Like, have somebody pick this man up. Like, yeah, okay, the Undertaker's probably hard to hide. He's like what, six foot ten? Yeah. He's a big guy. He's kind of hard to hide. But you really wanted to, you really could. Yeah, and I mean, you know. People seeing him in an airport and, and you know people taking pictures. Okay, the paparazzi are not going to be fucking watching the uh, the FBOs no. at the little fucking the the, the private terminals. Yeah. At fucking... TMZ is not going to be waiting for the entertainment. No, to get off the plane, <laughs> like no. so. And that's the thing is, I mean, it goes back to you know the rumor that Lesnar's going to the UFC. Play into it. Yeah, like if. It's like, oh, well, holy fuck, the Undertaker might show up. Like, let's watch this and see if he does. And then at the end of it, he doesn't. It's like, oh, okay, well, whatever. He got me. <laughs> Tricked me like, into watching <laughs> again. God damn Son it. Of I've been had. Yeah. Uh, what's what, the other rumor being, I mean, like, the other rumor being 
uh, Ronda Rousey might show up. Yeah, I heard that. I, well, cool. they, they were talking on the soup about it being just like, oh yeah, well, a, as you know, Ronda Rousey, who's like signed, and I'm like, wait, what? When did this happen? Yeah, I mean, that'd be honestly, that'd be cool as shit. I mean, did, but but did you know about her being an under contract? I've I've never heard that. If she is, holy fuck! I mean, they were like, kind of saying it like it was a, like it was. Well, yeah, we all like know a, like that. a deal, like a done deal. Yeah, I don't know. All right, well, we'll I see. Know. That'd be interesting. And there's also rumor of like the Bella Twins showing up, but. Yeah, yeah. Truth yeah. be told, the only thing I'm the only Bella Twins thing I'm in fucking vested interest in is Nikki's twins. So <laughs> and, unless that has some which they obviously are gonna have some airtime, but <laughs> Oh yeah, they will. Um outside of that, I really don't care. <laughs> well that takes care of the uh the SummerSlam card. One other thing I want to talk about was the uh the OCW review, which uh had its debut episode on Sunday after I went to the show last Saturday. Um, awesome show. I had an awesome time doing the review, and like I said, I'll plug the the OCW review on here. I won't plug this show on there because mm-hmm. the OCW review is first of all kayfabe, second of yes. all family friendly. Um, you know, there's no profanity at all in it, just like the shows. I mean, the most you're gonna hear me say is "damn," um, <laughs> but no, I had so much fun doing it, dude. Like, and I and, I, and I'm planning on increasing my coverage. When I went there last time, I. Uh, I, it was there. There was other stuff going on that day, and I kind of rushed out the door, and I forgot to grab a notebook because I wanted yeah. to take actual notes of the match, and you know, be able to give like an extended commentary. As it was, I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, this guy did this, and it was, you know, that guy won." You know what I mean? It was very short, but I'm now that I see the interest in it, that the re, you know the, the wrestlers, I know they appreciate it. Uh, they're they're all retweeting Absolutely, it. Yeah. Shit. I mean, I had so much fun with it. Like mm-hmm. it's like I love. My fit. I mean, by far, with any with independent wrestling with OCW, especially, there's nothing more fun than interacting with heels. There's Absolutely. nothing better than interacting with heels. Definitely. Um, this one guy that they have juice. I swear to God, this guy is pure gold. Like he <laughs> is. He is the best heel I've ever seen in my life. Like he is the most entertaining person. Like. They'll come into the ring and, like, you know, of course, the baby face is, like, getting chants going and getting people clapping. Mm-hmm. And he's just this obnoxious jackass where he'll just start slapping his hands together. And, of course, no one does anything because he's the heel. <laughs> and it's so funny. And, it, dude, it was so cool. The two of these guys, uh, Matt Taylor and uh, Juice Jennings, they're fighting for the main event. And uh, 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 Matt Taylor, the baby face, comes over and says, hey, man, let me get a chair. So I got to turn around and, and hand him a chair that he used like <laughs> in the match. That was cool. And then, yeah. like, probably five minutes later, he throws Juice into the barricade right in front of me. I'm sitting in the front row, and, like, Juice is just hanging over the barricade right in front of me, like, you know, limp body. And fucking Matt Taylor comes up behind him and, like, you know, takes his finger and, like, gra- his fingers and, gra- like, pulls apart his mouth and his eyes goes, smile for the people. And he's going, ah! <laughs> like, dude, it was just, it was so much fun. Like, I love uh, these yeah. shows. We're going to uh, the women's tournament is this weekend, and we'll be there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to tag along with you to that one, yes. especially because I want to I want to get my face out there, and I want to introduce myself to the, Absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna see, to the company that hopefully I'll be working for very soon. <laughs> yeah, see if, because uh, me and Kennedy have talked about it forever, and I'd love to make it happen this weekend. See if after the show, because the shows typically run to 7 to about 10 or a little after, and yeah. immediately after they go, well, actually, no, I think they might have ended before 10 last time, but 10-ish. Um, and then immediately after, I can't remember the name of the place, but they always do uh, an after party uh-huh. at like a local, you know, bar. Now, this is going to be a women's tournament. I'm sure, you know, some of the regular wrestlers are still going to be there, 
You know yeah. what I mean? I'm sure they're not all just taking the night off. Maybe some of them are, but I'm mm-hmm. sure, you know, a lot of them are still going to be there and they'll be at the after party. So Definitely. I would love to go to that. I went to one one time back when I went to one of Robbie's first shows. I don't even think I was old enough to drink. Like, But, I mean, <laughs> it, it's awesome. Like, you go there, and it's literally, like, not that many fans go to it. It's mostly just the wrestlers, so you can yeah. talk to all oh, of yeah. them. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. And, uh, and, like, me and Kennedy both agreed. There are definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, guys in OCW right now that have main event WWE potential. Oh, Undoubtedly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's guys there that if I had, if I owned WWE would be going, uh, yeah, let's get rid of this guy and put him in. Like, mm-hmm. there's guys that should be there. I mean, they're that charismatic. They're that skilled in the ring. They're just, they're that impressive. Oh, yeah. They really are. That's, I, I mean, that's the main reason why I want to, you know, go there too and train there and work there too because i know there's a lot of good quality guys and the only way you're going to get better is by wrestling the best there I mean, you go that's why these guys go all over the world and go to japan and go to ring of honor because some of the best people in the world are there and the only way you're going to get better is by going up against these guys and working with these guys well, that's awesome so that's definitely the main reason why i for me want to go there because I, I know the the quality is absolutely through the roof yep well, I think that about covers it, man. I don't think I had anything else. I think we we got it all. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, yeah, the DX twenty anniversary. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The DX twenty year anniversary. That's fucking yeah. awesome. I know for me. Okay, so my favorite DX memory was the time they were reading the uh, the letter they got from USA. USA yes. About <laughs> shit. Yeah, and he's like, you can't fucking say that. Fuck, man. Jesus. God damn, damn it. <laughs> so funny. That was my favorite. I, for me, that was always my favorite memory of them. Yeah, absolutely loved it. Well, dude, my favorite is the uh, the DX DVD or VHS that they put out back in the '90s, where it was called D Generation yeah, X first one, yeah. Uncensored. Which, guess what? They don't sell anymore. Like you have to, uh, you have to really you hunt find, on the internet yeah. to find it. I have it, but you have to really hunt around oh, yeah. to get it uncensored. Uh, but it's awesome. Oh yeah, those guys were those guys were great. As, as much, you know, shit as Triple H gets for being, you know whatever he is now, that was such a blast to watch. Well, dude, people compare like, you know, DX, you know, NWO, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, now to be fair, you know, it's not NWO's fault that NWO got driven down people's throats into the ground. And now people hate the idea of the NWO, but you know, when you look at it in the big picture wise, longevity DX versus NWO dude, DX. Oh yeah. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's the thing is DX could reunite tomorrow. Yeah, and, and go, people would fucking yeah, go crazy. Yeah. I think that means they win. <laughs> and the, and the, yeah, oh yeah. The thing that bode the best for them too, in my opinion, was they kept it small. It was only like, what, yeah. five or six of them? Yeah, it was pretty exclusive. Yeah, I mean, it was Road Dog, and, X-Pac, and, and, every, and everybody, everybody who was in it, it fit. Like, everyone yeah, who was it in it, sense. that fit them. It's yeah. not like oh, NWO yeah. where you've got guys just walking around in the shirt just kind of doing, like, half smirks. Like, yeah, yeah I'm in the like, NWO. Oh, yeah, too sweet, baby, too sweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, no, like, you were fucking, like, literally, like, I think Kevin Ash said it one time in the, uh, it was either the NWO DVD or one of the other things. It was like, at one point we had, like, the Latin World Order and we had, like, oh, yeah. the Midget World Order. Yeah. He's like, we had all these fucking things and it just became stupid. It was like, Literally, if you weren't NWO, you and five other guys, you were by yourselves. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, outside of Sting, he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It was stupid. Like, it just got dumb. Like, it just it just was not not great at the end of it, which yeah. obviously bows testament to the company as a whole. But <laughs> if they'd have kept it small like DX did, I, I think it would have been a hell of a lot different. 
But with that being said, yeah, DX weathered the test of time, and they are still fucking great and yeah. always will be great. DX did it right. Well, uh, maybe next weekend we'll be doing – well, actually, we'll find out when we're going to do the next Raw Dogs podcast because I'd love to start making the goal for us to do it on, like, a Thursday night, and then if we yeah. can't do it on Thursday, try for Friday, try for Saturday, and if we have to, on Sunday. Because, you yeah. know, we're doing a, a predictions show, you know – this thing's going to be on the internet two hours before the pre-show starts. Like, right. I don't think many people are probably going to get to it before the actual show. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. So we should definitely try for earlier for Raw Dogs, but obviously, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, if you, if you go with me, you know, to the OCW show, we should definitely do the OCW show uh, oh, together because, yeah. dude, it's so much fun. Like, I love, I love, love, love doing kayfabe. Just being like, yeah, and this, you know, these guys came out and they were real jerks. They were saying mean things to the audience, mm-hmm. and like, you know, they just didn't seem like good dudes. Like, you talk about the heels that way, and I've thought yeah. about even kind of playing up like the babyface shit and be like, you know, you know, Robbie, he seems like a good guy. I'll bet you that guy does charity work. He just seems like a really nice guy. Like, just kind well, of like told, oh, honestly, I mean, over the if, top, if putting over like the it, baby faces and the heels. You know yeah, what I mean? If you wanted to do it like that, if you wanted to run babyface, I could run heel. <laughs> That's true. If you, want to, if you want to be Jim Ross, if you want to be Jim Ross, I would definitely be Jerry Lawler. <laughs> oh fuck, this could be really fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jesus to... Christ! I'll, I'll, I can shit on guys. Who like, <laughs> oh fuck! This could be great. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now I'm jealous. Yeah, goddamn. Because I think yeah. yeah, I think you would probably do the better heel. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, we might have to do that. Oh yeah. All right, man. Well, we'll see you next week. Yeah, let's 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 make it through this pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surviving so, And if you hear this by chance before the pay per view, please do join us in the uh, the kick chat room because that really, really, it honestly, it makes the uh, yeah. it makes these a lot, lot, lot more tolerable. <laughs> is having other people to bounce off of. Hey, this sucks. Or hey, that was cool. Uh, just download kick top right corner plus sign uh, uh, public uh, public groups and then t- type in the hashtag Raw Dogs Podcast. Real easy. Raw Dogs Podcast. So uh, join us there and uh, hope you enjoy the show and we will see you next week.